It is not news that we are on a mission with a mandate from the Holy Spirit to keep the Bible in its place as the number one book in the world. And we do that by the free distribution of the Rhapsody Bible. The good news is that we're impacting lives and changing destinies with the Rhapsody Bible through every opportunity and platform. We must keep the Bible in its first place as the most widely distributed written material in the whole world. The Bible is currently number one of all written documents. And we must keep it that way because the Lord made it so. And listen, the time is short. The Lord is coming soon. We've got to get the job done. We've got to get his message around the world real quick. And some doors will be closed soon. Remember, the opportunities that we have to preach the gospel today will not be there always. This is our moment to win the world. This is our moment. We've got to do it. There are more doors that will open. More doors will open. But some will be closed. And before the, the ones that are going to be closed get closed, we've got to get the material in. Before it becomes impossible to take them in. Let's do it now for the Lord. We must get on the offensive now and flood everywhere with copies of the Rhapsody Bible in its diverse languages, teaching and driving the gospel deeper into every community, neighborhood, street, and homes without apology. Join us to spread the Bible everywhere. Everyone a Bible partner. is he that is in you that he that is in the world this is what i've heard you know it's giving and receiving it's not receiving and giving it's giving and receiving because everybody has to give you know god starts you up with something to give God starts you up with oh do you see that if you understand this nobody nobody will be broke if you understand this, nobody will be broke. I cannot, I cannot be broke. I can never have, you know, be a place where I don't have, where I can serve. I can serve. No matter what happens, I can serve. I can always do something to help someone else. And as long as you are doing something to help someone else, you will never be without help. Never be without help. That's why when you are fraudulent, you will never have lasting prosperity. Because you are engaged in something that makes people cry. You're engaged in something that's producing pain. You are not helping, you are creating problems. Passion translation. After passion, you go back to the kingdoms. Jesus interrupted the argument saying, the kings and men of authority of, in this world rule oppressively over their subjects, claiming that they do it for the good of the people. They are obsessed with how others see them. Next verse. Let's stay in the passion. Next verse. But this is not your calling. You will lead by a different model. <laughs> Woo! Now, I want you to get this. He, he, he didn't say you will follow by a different model. He said you will lead. You will king. 
you will rule by a different model. The greatest one among you will live as one called to serve others without honor. Come on, amen? Did you get that? You want to be great? Start seven. Start seven. Start seven. Never give up a place of service. You know, never give up a place of service. You think about it. You are as a, a leader, and you know, one of the most, one of the most amazing places to serve and to learn to serve the church. If you want to be a great CEO, become a cell leader. I'm not joking. I'm serious. If you want to be a great manager, you want to be a great manager. You want to you want to be able to handle your business well and be good. Come and be a cell leader. Come and be a PCF leader. If you know how in church, how much did I pay you to come here? Did I pay you to come here to come and come listen to me? You come here every Sunday. You come here every Wednesday. I don't pay you nothing. You volunteer. I mean, the other day we had um, a guest and, I mean, service closed and you all went home. We were still working till 8 p.m. I and a few others, we were still up. I was up as early as 5 a.m. that morning. You know, having slept around 3 a.m., I was up as early as 5 a.m., and I was still up by 8 p.m. When you, you said the service closed late, you know, and you went home. I had some, some men, men with me, you know, and we were, what were we doing? Seven. We were seven till eight. And got back home maybe around eight, after eight, nine and that's not that's not that's not like oh once in a while this is some of the things that we do that you may not know about because the greatest is a servant of all is a servant of all if you know how what what the cell ministry give you an opportunity to lead people and motivate them without financial benefit your boss in the bank you don't have to like him but you show up at the work it's not him you are showing up for you are showing up for salary uh-uh, answer me. True or false? I, I mean, if you're working in an organization, as long as you can get the salary, they can curse you, they can abuse you, but you show up. They can treat you badly, but you show up. You say, my career, my career. In the cell ministry, if your cell leader curses you, insults you, you say, I'm not coming. You just say, I'm not coming. So in the cell ministry, you begin to learn how to truly motivate people rightly. So somebody... You know, you're a silly that you go visit with someone, you knock on the door, you say, I want to see Agnes. You're hearing the voice say, Tell them I'm not around. Tell them I'm not around. You are there. You can't even talk. You are there listening to the person. Then you say, Let me, can I drop a note for them? You get a note. You drop it for them. Then you call the person later. You say, I came to visit you. Say, oh, no, 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 no. I was not around. Then you, you don't even accuse the person. You say, Oh, really? Where were you? You say, Oh, I traveled that day. But you heard their voice. Then you, you are still nice talking with the person. Why? Because you are learning to serve the person. You are learning to serve. You are putting that person's feelings first above yours. You know, if you can know how to do it, you will know how to manage people in the workplace. You will know how to motivate people. Right. Listen, greatness is in service. Money is in service. See, you can sell things. So, you know, sometimes people are selling things. I, I remember um, I went somewhere. And I thought to myself, these people think they are selling a room. You're not selling a room, you're selling an experience. You know, it was a hotel. I had a terrible experience, and that was the first and the last time I ever went there. Because the problem was not the money, it was the way I felt. 
you know how did I feel staying in this room how did I feel coming to this place how did I feel coming here because the person thinks that he's selling a room you're not selling a room you are selling an experience that's what you're selling when people meet you you must remember this God gives you an opportunity to serve them you know God gives you an opportunity to relate with them and to serve them and don't forget this this is how you rule in the kingdom of God you don't rule by oppressing people you rule by serving people the more people that you serve and the more you serve them rightly the more you serve them rightly the greater you become in God's kingdom the greater you become in life get the scripture back up who is learning something Anybody want to increase your, your greatness? You want to increase your greatness? Uh, uh, can I see your hand up? You want to increase your greatness? Now, think about it. You don't need more money to increase your greatness. Just, just a decision. Just a decision. Just a decision. This is not your calling. You will lead by a different model. The greatest one among you will leave as one called to serve others without honor. Then he says, the greatest honor and authority is reserved for the one who has a servant heart. One who has a servant heart. Next verse. The leaders who are served are the most important. The leaders who are served are the most important in your eyes. But in the kingdom of God, it is the servant who leads. I'm not here with you as one who, he says, am I not here with you as one who serves you? Come on, praise God. Uh, am I not here with you as one who serves you? Next verse. Because you have stood with me all through all my trials and ordeals, then he goes ahead to give them some more promises. Go on, next verse. Next verse. I give you your destiny. I'm promising you the kingdom realm that the Father has promised me. Now go back to the King James. Let's read from verse 27. King James. For whether is greater, he that seated at meat or he that serveth, is not he that seated at meat, but I am among you as he that serveth. That means in your own order of things, the one who sits at meat is greater than the one who serves. But he says, when I came, I didn't sit at meat. When I came, I was the one who was serving you. So he showed them a different model of dominion, a different model of leading. And that model is a model of service. The world tries to frame your greatness based on your arena of service. You know, this is one of the reasons why some people, you are, you are a single person, you are in the choir, you are singing, then as soon as you get married, you graduate from singing in the choir. You've missed it. You've missed it. You are not, you know, as soon as you get promoted on your job, as soon as you get promotion, promoted on your job, you are now the bank manager. You cannot usher anymore. You know, that means you can only be the usher or be in the ushering department if they make you the chief usher. If you are not the chief usher, there's no place for you. You have missed it. This model of the kingdom is a different model. This model of the kingdom is the more people you serve, the greater you become. The less people you serve, the lesser you become. So if you are removing yourself from service, you are removing yourself from greatness. You know? If you are removing yourself from service, you are removing yourself from greatness. Show you more scriptures. You know, it, I can, there are so many. The scripture is all about this. This is what it's about. This is how we dominate. 
If you say, for instance, I'm going to dominate, I'm going to rule, what you're saying is that I'm going to serve like never before. <laughs> you know, I'm going to serve like never before. How can I serve? How many more people can I serve? What more can I do to make someone's life better? Praise God. Chapter 10, verse 24. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 24. Let no man seek his own, but every man another's wealth. And Ivy, nobody should seek his own good, but the good of others. Amplified. Let no one then seek his own good and advantage and profit, but rather each one of the other. Let him seek the welfare of his neighbor. Let him seek the welfare of his neighbor. You know, each one. You just imagine where you are thinking of the welfare of your spouse. You are thinking of the welfare of someone else. You know, but you see, this cannot happen when you're self-centered. You know, it can happen when you're self-centered. When you're self-centered, it will be all about me. You know, all about me. Do you know, this is one of the reasons why we teach. Huh? We teach giving and that's one of the reasons why a fundamental principle of the Christian life is giving this is a, a statistic this is based on research countries where you have a welfare structure people that get into wealth and they come out huh? and people that get into welfare transfer that attitude of welfare to their to their next generation times they say that welfare recipients today most of them are third generation welfare I don't know if you understand that huh? in the UK you have streets you call welfare streets that means everybody on that street is on welfare and sometimes you see their great-grandfather was on welfare their grandfather was on welfare their father was on welfare now they're on welfare how come they have not come out of welfare welfare is supposed to be something that you to help you come out how come they're still there because you know what if you keep receiving and that's all you do you will remain there until someone teaches you how to give because giving is not about giving giving first of all is a mental adjustment if I give, I'm confessing I have more than enough to spend. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. In a world where wrong is being sold as right and acts of wickedness are perpetrated and celebrated, it is dangerous to live without a proper guidance. In Christ Embassy, we teach you how to do life the God way through teachings that are founded on the scriptures and by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Worship with us every Sunday by 8 a.m. and every Wednesday by 12 noon and 5 p.m. respectively at Christ Embassy Boundless Grace Church, Loveboat City, Atali Farm Road, Port Harcourt. For more inquiries, kindly call 070-6159-6095 or 81 4036-2545 Christ Embassy giving your life a meaning Welcome back You didn't hear what I just said now It, it doesn't matter Let's look at it emotionally Do you, do you see some people are emotional They are emotional um, what, are they, what, what are those things that drain your batteries You know they, they, they are when, you, when, you, when they come close to you 
they become your friend, they, they suck everything out of you. They, are never, they, they never have anything. They, after, you know, when, when the friendship starts, you think it's a nice thing because they are needing you and you're just there being for them. After a while, you want to run away. Even in marriage, marriage is not for people who are hoping that somebody comes to complete them. Nobody is supposed to complete you. Nobody is supposed to complete you. Life is about, first of all, being full. And when you are full, you can bring something out. The other person is full, they can bring something out. So there is a giving and there's a receiving. There's a giving and there's a receiving. There's a giving and there's a receiving. If all you do is to receive and receive and receive and receive, you will die. Serve. Find opportunities to serve. Start asking questions. You're in church, how can I serve? What more can I do? How can I serve? If you're doing a business, ask yourself, how can my business serve my community? Think about Christ Embassy. Christ Embassy is always innovating new ways of service. No, you didn't hear what I just said now. New ways of service. I mean, you, just, just a few um, um, days ago, we had the um, outreach, the health um, outreach. And we're able to serve our community and serve people, give them information, free surgical procedures. You know, free. And I was talking to one of the doctors. He's so happy. Now, this is a doctor who, I mean, every other day he operates and does surgery. Every, but this one, this one, he is so happy about this one. Because this one, nobody is paying. He is giving it for free. To people who may not be able to pay him. And he was saying to me, he said, Pastor, they were not even many. I, I was ready for more. I wish there were so many. They were not enough. People who, listen to me, if, you have, if, you, if you're in business or you have a product, think how you can push, put the most value in your product, not how you can get the most dollar from your product. If you think about this, your business is about to go to the next level. You know, people should get something from you and think, ah, it's cheap. What they got was so much. You know, you should render a service. When you are done, they're like, my God, I didn't give him enough. I didn't pay him enough. Not when you are done, people, they feel like you cheated them. You know, because they are looking at the work you did. It was me. They're looking at what you did. There was no value to it. All your mind was on the money you want to get, on the money you want to get. Listen, they may pay you today. They will not call you back tomorrow. They will not recommend you to their friends. You know, if you, if you think, think of people, you think of how can I make it better for them, you will always be ahead. Always. Philippians chapter 3, verse 5. You know, I'm just thinking that in this teaching, I've given some of you um, millions of naira. You're about to make so much more money. Who is here with me? You're about to make so much more money. Just, just learning this. Just understanding this. Your business is about to go to a whole new level. Your job, your person, your, your person, you know, your person. You know, have you seen people who come into a place, they come into a place, they just come into church. You know what they did? Notice me, notice me, I'm not happy, notice me, I'm not happy, notice me. But keep doing that, you are less and less and less. Who's supposed to notice you? The one who notices you is greater than you. Now come and sit down. 
and you see it. After a while, when nobody notices, can't you say I'm not happy? Then that person leaves their trouble and turns to you and says, so how are you? Then you start pouring, wah, wah, wah. Then the person starts talking to you, talking to you, encouraging you. Then after a while, you are now up. They say, ah, what can I do without you? You just said it. What can you do without the person? The person is greater. The person is the one giving. You are just there sucking. If that is how you are perpetually, you can see what your problem is. As soon as you elevate your spirit and think to yourself that God can flow through me, God's spirit can flow through me, and you walk into church, all of a sudden you're looking. You know, you're looking, you're giving someone a smile. You're giving someone a hug. You're giving someone an encouragement. Before you know what's happening, your influence is increasing. Your influence is increasing. You know? Your influence is increasing. You think of your community. What's Code Rabah? Code Rabah is, is going around and helping someone else. Taking the gospel to others. Taking the message to others. What, are, what is the healing streams, healing to the nation's outreach? It's you going out and serving your community. Serving someone. Bringing that magazine to them. Bringing some joy to them. Bringing life to them. The scope of your service will determine the dominion that you have. You know, will determine. When a man says, all I want to do is just, someone say, what's, what's there for money? All I want money for is me, my wife, my children, and I'm fine. That's great. But you've just limited the scope of your influence. The scope of your influence ends with you, your wife, and your children. What a life you have. What a life you have. Couldn't God do something more with you? There are over 8 billion people in the world, and all you're interested in is 10 people that live in one house with you. You know? Why couldn't God? You say, it starts from the house, but it goes. Jesus said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Then he says, you will start from Jerusalem, but you will not stop there. Then you go to Samaria. You will go to Judea. Then you go to the uttermost parts of the earth. That means your service will go all around the world. Which, which of the men who are the most richest men in the world who don't have something that they are doing that's global? None. Every one of them have a product that's being used all around the world. Every one of them has invested in a product that's being used all around the world. The most number of people that use their product determine how much more they have. And they don't need people to pay so much. Just a little, just a little, just a little there. A little help there. A little there. And that's it. If you think about it and think, I want to serve my world. I want to serve this world. I want to do something that will help this world. And it will not be in any small measure. You are just deciding and signing up for greatness. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. And in this church, whether you like it or not, I'm signing you off for greatness. <laughs> no, no space. No space. I'm not allowing you. You cannot be selfish in this church. You can't be. You cannot be. You can't be. Can't you see? You, you're, saying, you're saying to yourself, how come every day we come is Rhapsody? Every day you come is Richard Ward? Every day you come is Healing Streams? It's because we are serving the world. We're serving the world. That's why. That's why. You know, and the innovation will not stop. Tomorrow a new innovation will come out. A new way will come out. There's a special place for Christ and Messi members in heaven. Yeah. Very special. Very special. Oh, praise God. I told you to open Philippians. Let's let's close up with that. Philippians. Two verse five. Sorry, two five. Not three five. Two five. 
Philippians 2, 5. Let this mind, this attitude in you, which was in Christ Jesus. Next verse. Who being in the form of God, thought it not a robbery to be equal with God. He was in the form of God, but he didn't think it, it was robbery for him to be equal with God. He was equal with God. That means he was God. But look at what happened. Having found himself to be God, look at what he did. But made himself of no reputation. No reputation. No reputation. You know, this is one of the amazing things that blessed me when I came to Christ Embassy. You know? When I was born in Christ Embassy, I was just amazed because then you go to Lagos, you see some of these smart-looking young men, you know, sometimes wearing jeans, T-shirt, and serving in God's house. Then later they tell you, that one, he's the bank manager of that other bank. That one, he is the CEO of that company. That one, and you're like, my goodness, because where we grew up from, when you make it, you make it. <laughs> you didn't hear what I just said now. When you make it, self, you don't even wear T-shirt. You wear Agbada to show the making that you have made it. You know, but I saw people serving up till today. Up till today, I saw people that are my fathers are still serving. And I said to myself, What a nation! A nation of great men and great women. A nation of great men and great women. That's our culture, that's the way we are. So, if that's not the way you are, change. Let this mind be in you. See, think about it 2020. When COVID hit, all pastors were saving themselves. You think it was a congregation they were saving? They were saving themselves. You know, when you see the pastor wear three masks, who is he saving? Is it congregation? You know, you say, no, I got to protect myself. Why? Because in a service, in a service, you will shake one person. In a service, the pastor will shake 20. You know, the chances of COVID is higher for the pastor. You know, so he's thinking, but my family. So they were hiding. Who's out there saving the world? You know, speaking. You know, who was not just uh, um, speaking, speaking at the risk of his reputation. You know, risk at, of his reputation. He still spoke. Some others knew the truth, but they say, I can't say it because if I say it, my reputation. But look at that scripture. Jesus did not count his reputation, he made himself of no reputation. No reputation. You know, you know sometimes some people don't even want to serve in church because of their reputation. I'm a learned gentleman. Yeah, ladies. Losing value. Listen to me. The less you serve, the less your relevance. The less your relevance, the less meaning you have. It's not even about anybody else. It's about you. When people commit suicide, when they commit suicide, it's because momentarily their eyes go off meaning there are many women who are alive today not because they didn't think of giving up but when they thought what giving up will mean to somebody else they said because of that person I'm not going to give up I'm going to be alive you know but when people don't care anymore and they say I don't care I'm just going to give up they have turned light to themselves and now the focus is self what happens? You implode. Bible says, if you sow to the flesh, out of the flesh, you reap corruption. If you sow to the spirit, it says you have life eternal. Let's get a scripture. It says, he made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form, the form of a servant. He was found in the form of God, but he took upon himself the form of a servant. 
If God give you one small office of PCF leader, even the form of a servant, don't forget the form of a servant. Jesus did not forget and was made in the likeness of men. Next verse. Verse 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Oh, oh, that God will give you more opportunities for service. Service in his house. Service to people. Service to your community. That when you think of your business, you don't just think of the bottom line in Naira and Kobo. You also think how much, how much you think of it. You just think of it. Imagine that I sew, I sew clothes. I sew this. You know, I'm thinking that every stitch should be so good that it serves you. So that it lasts. Someone say, no, 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 no. If it lasts, they will not buy again. It's not true. It's not true. You just imagine that I buy this pair of suits and it's, it's of good quality the sewing is nice and I wear it and it gets to a point where I, I don't want to wear it anymore it serves but it's good enough to give it to someone else and the person will be so happy now the person who can give it to someone else has the capacity he bought one from you today the next time he comes you buy 10 thank you for listening to the phenomenal life with Pastor Michi you can worship with us every Wednesday at 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. respectively, and every other Sunday at 8 a.m. prompt at Christ Embassy Boundless Grace Church, Love Walled City, Atali Farm Road, Port Harcourt. You can also participate in our services via King's Chat, See Love World, See Tunes, and other social media platforms. For more inquiries, kindly call 0814 036 2545 or 0706-159-6095. God bless you. If you want to receive the life of God in your spirit, you want to be born again, you want to receive God's love, you don't want to live life without this, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Place your right hand on your chest. That's your act of faith. Place your right hand on your chest. Lift up the other hand above your head now and pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you very much for the gift of your son Jesus. The Lord Jesus died for my sake. He died for my sins. He died to give me life. Today I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord of my life. Jesus is my savior i receive the eternal life of god into my spirit i receive remission for my sins i am born again i am a child of god all things are passed away all things have become new you're my father and i'm your son thank you father in jesus name amen if you pray that prayer with me, I want to pray for you now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray. According to your faith and the confession of your lips, you're born again. You've been transported from the domain of darkness and now you're a member of God's house. I pray that Christ will dwell in your heart by faith, that you know together with all saints the length, depth, breadth and height of God's love. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus today your new life begins the old is gone and you are blessed to be a blessing and from today you walk in that blessing and you distribute and dispense that blessing everywhere you go in Jesus name Amen